money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money and, and prayer. prayer. Yay! We, we're, we're finally, finally, we're, know, we've only been at this a couple two, weeks. My but. favorite two topics in one. Dave and what no, else? No, nah, not you. <laughs> Uh, well, if you're just tuning in, you've tuned <laughs> into the not. Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. I'm Dave. I'm Rebecca. And guess what? We call her Reb for short. Yes. So, um, and we have been really going the last number of weeks talking about prayer. Mm-hmm. And talking about money and the interaction between the two of them. And, and if you need to go back to the September 6th show where I give the disclaimer that we really don't know a whole lot. We, we haven't figured <laughs> it out. So we brought in a whole bunch of guests and we're really just having the conversation around what does it mean to intentionally br- pray in the context of our money stories, in the context of what happens in our money every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've just heard a couple stories in the last number of weeks from Doug Sprunt. So if you haven't heard that amazing show and, and just Doug has just opened up and just amazing. So go back and archive that, uh, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca. And of course, if you're listening on podcast, Feel free to reach out to us anytime, either through your podcasting platform or morethanenough.ca. And uh, this month in particular, for the next September and October, mm-hmm. we are taking your calls and we are going to pray with you. So yeah, what, Not live on the show or anything. Not but, live on the show, no, that's but right. at the office or through email and we'll send it to our prayer team. That's right. Because so, they're the ones that are sponsoring these shows. Yeah, so 866-520-4157 or 520-4157 if you're in the Ottawa area. And uh, yeah, just feel free to reach out to us if you feel like, I just need some prayer encouragement. And, and we're, we're that's what we're focusing on. We'll do that anytime, but we are certainly focusing on that right now right. in the next number But today months. we have Ray. Ray, our dear friend, <laughs> Reverend Ray Borg, our dear friend from Financial Discipleship Canada. And he's going to share the verses. And those of you who know who listen regularly, he comes on once a month to help us dig through what the Lord's speaking to us in this generation about money and finance. So he's going to share some scriptures with us this morning. Well, the scripture that came to my heart um, was is from Matthew 6. And it's the account where um, Jesus is talking with the disciples and they're asking him about this whole issue of prayer. So what does prayer really look like? Can you teach us about that? And so Jesus says in verse 5, And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward." But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard because of their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask. Mm. In this manner, therefore, pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. 
Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us in temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. So I just thought that was a really um, good way to start our program um, today. I just I, actually, as I was reading this, I was thinking, you know, it's kind of like um, the picture that comes to mind is he's talking about the heathen, you know, the hypocrites coming out, the people standing in the synagogues on the corners of the street. They're actually talking to their cell phone, but there's no connection. Right. And, but yeah, they're yeah. Um, they're mimicking as if they're talking because there is no in connection actually to the Father heart. And right. here he's saying, you know what? It starts first of all by getting into that quiet place and turning your heart and your mind, your thoughts towards me. Mm-hmm. And in that place, you're saying, let me have way in your life. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth that is in heaven. So we want alignment between heaven and earth over our lives in every aspect. Mm-hmm. And finance, this is one of those areas. Like, Lord, as he already said, he already knows what our needs are, but he wants us to dialogue and ask of him. Right. And in that place of asking, as a father does with his children, when your kids come, it's hard sometimes to say no. And other times you know you need to because there's more that you want them to learn in the process. A simple handout doesn't always resolve the issue. There's other things he wants to teach us that have higher priority. So I I just found it very fascinating as I was rethinking about how he led them to pray because then he says, give us this day our daily bread. And say about tomorrow's bread, it's about today. So today, live in the moment, live in in um, our relationship. Mm-hmm. Keep it alive and active, so you're processing even throughout the day. Lord, what is it you would want to speak to me? What does you want to show me? Even when we have a financial need, Father, how do you want me to see this from your perspective? How do you want to meet this need? Mm-hmm. Well, I think that I just have to listen to him for the next 30 minutes because I'm like, I'm like, you're just spewing all this amazing stuff because basically the Lord's saying to us, look to heaven first, look to my will, look to who I am. Yes, I know your need already, but come, but come and talk to me about it. Come, Mm -hmm. come to that quiet place. Don't go on the street corner. Don't make a big deal about about your f- it's it's really interesting too because i i was actually kind of continuing to track and i'm like okay so if if we acknowledge the father you know holy right and then we say your will be done and and we're tracking in a sense communicating as you said ray so eloquently and i don't want to take away from that and then and then the lord gives us our daily bread and that provision comes from him and then out of that the expression out of that is is that we're going to forgive other people. Like we now are in a place where we're in a, in a sense in, in abundance. We we have our daily bread, and I can trust the Lord that He's going to give me my daily bread tomorrow, so I can forgive my the people who have trespassed against me. Mm-hmm. And I do that first, right? In in kind of the order there, it happens that I'm going to forgive, and then guess what? I get forgiven too, right? You know, and and so just. Interesting if we put the money in into there because mm-hmm. so often we we get hung up at the well 
I got my daily bread, but I really need bread for tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. And we kind of never get to the forgiving of the debt because, well, somebody should forgive my debt first. You know, you know what I mean? Like yeah, all of yeah, that yeah. stuff, the order gets a little crazy. Well, and sorry, I was just with my friend Stuart and we were talking some elements about this, how um, even in that context, how um, in Jeremiah, we were talking about how he lamented for the people because they lost sight of what God had asked of them. Mm-hmm. So they were to treat each other with respect. There was supposed to be no usury whatsoever. They were to share as need was there. And in fact, the Lord re- gave them a reproach because in fact, some of their family members in the Hebrews actually became slaves in them and the Lord would confront them and then they would release them and then they'd forget about it a few days later because the need would arise and something like, then they'd scoop them back up again and put them back into bondage. Mm-hmm. And that whole sense of um, even financially, how how do we walk that out in family relationships? And yeah, because I'm, I'm thinking, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. I mean... When we we talk about that word often, you know, when Jesus died for our debt, and yes. I and I often say He died for our financial debt. That's but, right. But we need to bring it to Him, confess it, lay it at His feet, mm-hmm. and see how he, He's not. He's just. We said it last, you know, at the beginning of September. He's not a magic genie that's just going to make it all go away and be better. There's there's things, character things, in mm-hmm. the process that we're learning through these stories. Right. So, I mean, I'm just talking out loud because I don't I, I don't have it all figured out, but I, I'm quite amazed when you think of our finances in light of the Lord's prayer. And until Ray had brought this to our attention this morning, I, you know, think about it that way. But um, well, but, I, I, you know what, as we're talking at this, this example came to mind when I was in graduate school. I needed some additional finances, so I applied um, to one of the banking companies, being out of state, um, and I applied, and I got a loan from them, a student loan, and um, I realized I didn't need all of it, and one of my peers, a Christian sister, said, um, Ray, could you lend me some money to finish my degree? <clears throat> and I said, you know what? I don't need this all. I'll do that. I'll lend it to you. So I lent it to her. Well... Then um, I returned back to Canada. She's someplace in Michigan. And we lost touch with each other. And um, it was sometime later I thought, oh, it's not interesting. I paid off the student loan, but I never got the money back from her. And I, in my heart, I just had to release that. It's like, Lord, you know what? You're, you're the one who sorts mm-hmm. through all those issues. It's like if suddenly you wanted her to pay me back, we connect and we would do that, and I'm certain that would be looked after. I, I know she's a godly woman, but Lord, I just released that. So that mm-hmm. just kind of comes as an example how I just had to release and forgive a debt that I never got repaid back. Mm-hmm. Wow, and I wonder what some of us are thinking as we listen to that, because that is a well. And Jesus talks about that as well in the parable of the the man who you know is forgiven yes. the the large amount and then turns around and and, and demands be, beats mm-hmm. on, right? on yes. the, the smaller amount. And again, so I, I love it that that Christ talks about that. But is there a time where Ray, you've been you know? praying about a particular finance or God's given you clear directive and you're like, okay, you know, this was one of those times where clarity was just simply 
okay, I, I'm going to do what it, even though it may not have made sense or, you know what I mean? There are those times where, where we, you mean where, where God's asking us to do something financially, but it doesn't make sense in the, well, you know, as I was thinking about that, um, this, this example came to mind this morning years ago, when we first came into the city here in Ottawa, we had a journey of faith mm-hmm. and, uh, um, which mean you mean you didn't know where your income you didn't know where, where our income, income was, was going to come. I, I mean, I was on paternity leave, and that didn't quite cover everything. And um, we we sold our vehicle and bought a van, and um, it had been safetyed. But within weeks, I discovered that the front tires, the steel belts, had shifted, mm-hmm. so somehow it had been missed. And so it was like okay what do I do with this? And so the guy said they need to be replaced before he can drive. I had no money to pay for it. So I had to go to the Lord and say, Father, I have this need. What do I do? What do I say to the mechanic at the garage? Because I can't drive the vehicle. No vehicle, young kids. So I felt the father just say, Mm -hmm. I'll provide. It's like, okay. So I told him to go ahead and put the tires on, two new tires, because it required two front tires. And I was like, okay, so what am I going to do with this? So it's like, okay, Father, I thank you. You said to me, and the, I think that if I remember correctly, the Lord gave me a scripture, and I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to just trust you in this process. And I thought, okay, what's going to happen? And then we got this box delivered by UPS to our house, and um, it was from friends of ours in Mississauga, and there were some clothes for the kids and stuff like that. And I said to Arlene, because <clears throat> I knew at the end of the day, I had to go in and pay for this bill. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, so was there anything else in the box? She said, no, nothing else. And it's like, <laughs> Father, I, I know you do things supernaturally, but I mean, we're getting close to the wire here. I've got an hour and I've got to go and pay this bill for this these two new tires. And um, oh, about 20 minutes later, Arlene comes back. She said, you know what, honey? I just looked in the bottom of the box again. There was an envelope in the bottom of the box. I missed it completely. And in the box was a check that covered the tires for that. So oh, I was man. able to go and deposit that and be able to pay the guy, the mechanic. So that was like a real test. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just like, Lord, did I hear correctly? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That yeah. that was kind of the, the second guessing of myself. Mm-hmm. But that was one of those moments where God just kind of, okay, Father, I had that place of trying to stay and rest and not strive and be anxious. It's a hard mm-hmm. journey to walk. Does God answer you that way all the time? Like, you know, where you're like, okay, here's a need. And because um, Dave and I have had seasons where, you know, okay, I have a need. So I just go check the mailbox to see, you know, sometimes a check would be there. Right. Yeah. But he doesn't always answer he the doesn't same always way. Answer so that way. Ha- I know. have you had any of those moments where you're like, praying about something and you don't quite see it the way you. You know what? I've had it once or twice. I'll be honest where I thought the Lord had given me just a real confirmation of something. And I realized it was not correct. It was just kind of a, the soulish part of me, my own heart's desire, and actually caused me to inaccurately hear the Lord on that one. And so I didn't blame the Lord, but I realized, okay, when it comes to money and things that are really dear to our heart, it it can you have to just rest in the Lord and go back and like it says in this 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 section of scripture, 
Go back to him, continue to have that dialogue and keep your heart open. Because sometimes he's shaping our character in there and he's testing. Doesn't always give us what we're what, actually hoping. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So how do you know how do you think we could help people like today know the difference? Like what's it I don't I don't know if you can answer this on the spot, but um like when it's soulish, when it's what our flesh wants and we've convinced ourselves it's what, what God God wants for us, right? So we sometimes have um, occasions where we've heard stories and people say, well, God wants me to have this house or this car or, you know, and we can ask a simple well, question. Maybe an even more righteous than that, right? Like sometimes, again, as, as, we, as we go through, it's like, Lord, we see a need um, and we don't have the money. We don't mm-hmm. have the resources, right. but I do have the credit. So right. could so. I, Lord, th- there's a need. And, and it, you know, how do you do that? Because we, we know that every time we use credit, we're putting ourselves in that place of, okay, I'm going into debt. Should I go into debt to give money to this great, and, and it may be a great thing. And you're going, okay, Lord, what do we do with that? Um, because I don't have the money, but I have the credit. So how do you tell the difference? Like, do you know how to? I, you know, I think for me, kind of the litmus test is, can you delay Mm -hmm. gratification of what it is that you want? Because that's usually what happens. If that becomes your sole focus and you're kind of thinking about it all the time, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Then I, you know, it's just a flag for ourselves to just say, okay, Lord, is that really, is that really it? Or is it just me that's driving this mm-hmm. and my hope and desires? Yeah. So I guess that's one thing that I know for me when I'm meditating on that possession or that thing or that, how am I going to get the money? And I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. Then I realize for me personally that that's a, a warning, like a red light, like, oh, I have not surrendered the thing and, and, and said, okay, I, waiting's te- a terrible thing for me. I hate, I've, I've had to learn to <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, I don't know. Is waiting uh, good for anybody? And I know. I, 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 I think we little, all struggle with sarcasm there. Because yeah. I'm that uh, kind of, per- I like yeah. to live large. So I like uh, things to yeah, happen immediately. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm more. Oh, we all love to just wait. <laughs> to, to, you know, yeah, but no. you know what? I think what you were just saying, David, you know, I think in the past, in my earlier years, I would have simply put it on credit. Mm-hmm. And I think at this point in my journey, I would say that's not my default position anymore. I, I think I try very hard unless I know the money is there and A, I'm wanting to get points or for some reason want to put on visa for warranty or that kind of stuff. I, I try to guard my heart from doing that anymore because mm-hmm. I realize that's faulty thinking for me. For me, that gets me in trouble. And then sometimes mm-hmm. before I realize it, if I haven't, in the earlier days when I didn't pay off my credit card every time, mm-hmm. then I would have said then I, to think back about how much I would have paid for some of those things. I can't even let myself go thinking that, you know. Yeah, you don't, that's math you don't really like doing after no. the fact. That's great math to do before you do the purchase. Yeah, you know, if right. I don't pay this at the end of the month, how much interest am I actually going to pay on this thing? Yeah, it's not a good deal anymore, right? Yeah, so uh, if, that's right. So if you have a desire to help someone and the Lord's nudging you to help them, then you say, how much money do I have cash that I can give? And it may, it may not be the thousand dollars that that person might need, but it might be 
Mm-hmm. It might be twenty five. Yeah, yeah, and maybe, and, and, and maybe and that's think, what you give. And again, instead. I think that's it. May may require the answer may be wrapped in with some sacrifice, right? It may say, yeah. "Hey, you think you only have five hundred bucks." But really, you could cut back. Here. You could come up yeah, with yeah. a little bit more if you yeah, did this, yeah, that, yeah, and the yeah. other thing. And and sometimes I know. Again, these are the Lord. The Lord is working on different things in us, right? He in a situation like that, and I can think. I'm thinking of one or two in my own life where I'm going. Yeah, yeah. The Lord very clearly said, "You can give more." Will you? Right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can right. give more, and I'm like, oh yeah. Well, I had stuck that money aside for something else yes. or I had put that away and now oh shucks the lord's asking me that he wants to have a little bit more and do I trust him that I didn't need what I was saving for I didn't need you know I didn't really need it even though I was doing the right thing right so I I I think one of my I think cautions that I have learned is don't spiritualize it mhm it's still finances are black and white. Either you have the money or you don't have the money, or you can, you know, scrimp someplace and cut back on someplace to do that. But to say, oh, I'm going to go and do that and bless that person, that kind of stuff, when you don't have the money yourself and you have no idea where it's going to come and go, God's going to provide. I, I, I don't do those kinds of things anymore because I think I'm just like, Lord, when the money's there, if that's what you want me to do, then I believe that you will provide it before. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. not left in situations that. Get you in trouble. Get me in trouble. Yeah, and, and, and then I, I end up inadvertently blaming God. Well, God, you said you're going to provide, and then you didn't provide. I mean, then you get this whole mm-hmm. game going on with the Lord, yeah. and it's like, mm, no, I can't do that anymore. And and of course, I think the three of us have all seen the Lord provide just oh. in time. Oh, yes. You know, as you your story a little bit earlier, and we we've experienced those same stories where, you know, Lord, I, I'm about to take this step, and I know that. The bill is due or the whatever is going to, you know, that is going to, and how are you going to, to work out those, that, because I know you want me to take this step and then the Lord provides in just in time, just in the nick of time and, and you're going, okay. I mean, we had that with our house purchase Mm -hmm. when we bought the house, Mm -hmm. we had godly people telling us, you know what, you can figure out the financing and uh, it'll all work out. And Reb and I looked at each other well, and we the, said, yeah, we you know what, bridge finance. we do we not want that. We do not want, want that, that house. We, we, do, we want the new house, but we don't want it that much. Yeah, we yeah. do not want to step ahead of you, Lord. And the Lord's response to us was two things. One, to me, he said, do you trust me? Yeah. Because we knew. I mean, there were so many confirmations that the Lord wanted us to move from this house to that house. So we knew. And he's like, do you trust me? Do you trust me? And then he confirmed it with Reb when he said, oh, and by the way, start packing things up because the sale is going to happen fast and you guys are going to have to, you know, get ready. And and so we had a three week from the time the offer went in to the time they took possession was three weeks. And we were happy that we listened to the Lord and started packing (laughs) some boxes because three weeks was not total craziness. In fact, that was just a gift from God to say, do you trust me? And start to prepare and pack those boxes and do that stuff. Because if you if you don't, then you're going to have a crazy three weeks. Like, that's going to be just nuts. And it was crazy enough. And it was but, crazy enough. And we had packed some things ahead of time. But, so that's just God's grace in that story to not only confirm and say, listen, I'm not going to tell you how this is all going to play out, but trust me that it is. And 
start preparing for it. And I think some of the things what we're talking about, even this month and next, we're not putting, again, we're not putting God in a box or you as a listener in a box. Mm -hmm. Your, your relationship with the Lord is living and breathing. And, um, you, you have to figure it out with the Lord. Mm-hmm. He's asking you to go into your prayer closet as Ray said, you know, read those scriptures, you know, talk to him in secret. He already knows what you need, but you know, we only have a couple minutes left and I want to ask you this question. What, what do you do when you make a mistake or you realize you didn't hear right, or you've been more, you haven't brought it to the Lord. You know, I've had yeah. many of those yes. moments. I think we all have. Where I, you know what, I just, as it says there, just come and confess it before Mm -hmm. him. Don't live under the shame and guilt. There may be consequences that we have to walk through for some time. I've done that in my seasons too, in earlier seasons. Then you walk through the consequences and that's just part of reality and saying, okay, Lord, let let me not have to learn this lesson again. But Father, Mm -hmm. let me just walk in step with you and what it is you're speaking to me and when I screw up, I'm, you, your word is clear. You forgive me, and you wipe and, and it that's clear. The, and, and, and you can make the mis- a mistake every day. You can yeah. make it in the morning mm-hmm. and make it in the night and know that his grace is sufficient. Yes. And, uh, you know, in in uh, a few weeks, we're going to talk about some of our stories, um, our God stories. And one of them has to do with that, how in a mistake, we asked for our daily bread every day because we had made a bigger mistake and he just said, "Okay, you're going to come to me today, and we're going to talk about today. You're going to, we're going to do it a day at a time." And his grace, his grace is, his like we don't deserve it. Like he, but he's so good. Mm-hmm. He will help us through the mistake or through the. He remembers we're dust. He knows that we don't get it. He well, and sometimes I think you know what that. That's where we learn, you know, in the mistake, we started to learn and and we are continuing to learn that it is making every spending decision a spiritual one, that we walk in our daily bread. Like, that's one of the lessons we learned, but we only learn that by making the mistake, right? (laughs) Isn't that often how we learn any of this stuff that it sticks? Well, and that, you know, we sing that old chorus, you know, his mercies are new every morning. It's from the Old Testament, you know, but they are new. And sometimes we're so oppressed in the shame of our mistake Mm -hmm. that we can't see the light. And I guess that's what we want to encourage people with, is that there is hope because of his love and his sacrifice. And he took on the debt. He did take it on at the cross. And his forgiveness is is without condition. Yeah, that's right. And. And you can come. So if you feel like you're in a mistake and you're struggling, come to the Father. Come look towards heaven. Acknowledge that it's his kingdom, mm-hmm. not about yours, mm-hmm. and that he gives you daily bread for today. And he has a financial answer for this day. Ask him about the bill that's due this day. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow, wake up and you ask him about the next thing. I mean, I think... I think for people who are really struggling, we just, you do have to take it a day at a time. When you're sick, you take it a day at a time. When you're in financial stress, you take it a day at a time. There's no other way to live because we don't know if we have tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So anyway, Ray should pray. Or are you going to pray today? 
Oh, right. We like it when we pray. Father, we thank you for our time together with our listening audience. Father, thank you for your heart for each one of us that you open the door for us to come and ask of you for our daily bread. In that place, you dialogue with us, you engage with us, and you love on us. And we thank you that your hesed love is everlasting, mm. does not change. Even when we stumble and fall, you are there to open your arms and to welcome us. And so, Lord, thank you for each person listening today to this program. For what it is, would you come and meet that need in supernatural ways? But, Father, would you more importantly come and speak a fresh word into their heart and spirit and their understanding about the way forward, even in the area of their finances? And we thank you for that gift in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And so that, you know, really, the conversation continues, right? I mean, we've got a, a, a number of great shows coming up. We've got a, a whole other month where we're just focusing on prayer and your finances. So join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.